0: I think that that's a perfect bumper music for Mr. McMillan there to start this second segment. Uh, that is Molly Hatchett's Immortal, Flirting with Disaster. And let's face it, every time an election rolls around this country, are we not flirting with disaster? Anyway, uh, as has been a tradition on this program, I am now joined by our liberal correspondent and our conservative correspondent, respectively, Mr. Alan Stanton. Welcome back to the show, Alan. Right back at ya. And Mr. David Mather. Good to be here. Gentlemen, uh, we've done this several times, and and I think that it's been sort of a rollick and good time going over the candidates and the ballot initiatives. I know that we have a lot of listeners overseas and may not understand what the heck's going on with these ballot initiatives, so we may explain a little bit about that. Don't you translate this? <laughs> no, we do not. But I'm not sure that people over in Serbia or in India have any idea what this, what we're talking about, so maybe we'll take a moment to explain some of that. But first... Let's talk about an initiative on the ballot we've been spending a lot of time on in the weeks uh, preceding this. The twin ballot measures of Q and R, which would allow the taxpayers of Sacramento to fund... An arena which would then be turned over to billionaire casino owners to do with what they will.
1: Yes. Apparently, did, did they build their casinos in Las Vegas based on tax money? Wasn't that how they got those things built? <laughs> I don't believe so. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well,
2: it doesn't seem like the Maloofs are very interested in seeing those propositions passed. The well, way they've been behaving... Has indicated that they really don't care and would rather just leave Sacramento entirely. Move well, as
0: a, as a reminder to our listeners, the Maloof brothers, Joe and Gavin, did an ad for the Carl's Jr. hamburger chain, which was only the last in their missteps. Well, but th- during which they drank a six thousand dollar bottle of wine.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: What I like too is the fact that the city isn't really the city's agreement is being kept secret.
2: <laughs> well, until today. Well, I, I get, the ever intrepid reporters so much- at the Sacramento Bee have had Got to dig it, it out had to dig it out yeah it's the, not so the, much
1: a secret as that they don't really understand it themselves they just know that they'll be getting a lot of money into their pockets
0: well it looks as though they may have to just moved the sacramento kings to las vegas and what's yeah. wrong with that nothing Yes, as we put pointed on this program before, I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be glad to help the Sacramento Kings pack. I certainly would lend a hand.
2: I'd love to see them stay. It's too bad that their masters are such whip-wielding, ignorant SOBs.
0: We should remind our listeners that the opinions expressed on this program <laughs> do not Alan
1: Stanton. <laughs> necessarily
0: represent those <laughs> of the radio station or our sponsors. Those, those propositions are going to go down in flames and good riddance.
1: As they should. And there's more to it than than what we've said. I mean, sure. the fact is is that they're just looking for another way to raise taxes. Well, with, and we don't need it. We don't need any more sales tax in this county. With they, such they've a got deal. more than enough money.
0: Well, let's talk about our governor's race. Our governor, we unlike other states of the union, we have a movie star, uh, champion bodybuilder, celebrity governor... Uh, Arnold,
2: Arnold, Uber, Allez.
0: Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is facing a rather hapless challenge by Phil Angelides, who's now
1: running, what, 16 percentage points behind and seems doomed to failure. Arnold is so popular that it came out today that Alec Baldwin has quit as the narrator of a movie about Arnold because they said bad things about Arnold in the movie. Well, Phil, and you know Alec Baldwin, he Phil doesn't exist. Phil Angelides doesn't have problem
2: lost with, his, whole, his whole raison d'etre. Or whatever, however you pronounce it, when all that tax revenue came in, and Arnold was able to give all the money back to education that he had to take away, so there's really no point in Phil running and Steve Wesley kind of.
0: Well, Steve Wesley
2: would have been a good candidate. He would have been a good candidate. He would have. But the Democrat candidates, Steve, Steve Wesley is far too close
1: to the middle to get elected to anything in this state that would carry. Well, oh, because power. California is so radical,
0: is that your uh, conservative yeah. perspective? Well, all no, the not
1: that California is f- so radical. That the Democratic Party is so oh. radical.
0: I see. Well, you Steve Wesley, if he'd run as a Republican, might have actually Republicans, had a prayer. That's all they say. All right, well, Angelides doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell, and considering what a crappy candidate he is, that's just fine with me, but what about some other alternatives? There's some Libertarians running. There's American Independents running. Uh,
1: yeah, Art Oliver, Libertarian. libertarian. three through seven on the ballot.
0: Uh, Peter Camejo, Green Party. What I'd rather think?
2: see the Libertarian. I'd rather see Art, uh, uh, Oliver go in just because we need to get away from this credit card Economy.
0: You know what? I'm with you. I think I'm going to vote for Art Oliver. I think
1: Democrats yeah. everywhere in California should take this opportunity to vote for a third party and help those poor people out because you're wasting your vote on Angelides anyways. Yeah. Oh,
2: uh, it's the old
1: you know you know back back it's when, the old
2: Nader voters got Bush in in the first place. Is well, that's that what you guys, here guys always in? say. Oh, right.
0: I, I would point out that we did get a call last time you recommended that someone vote for the third party candidate. We
1: got a call right at the show saying,
0: you know that guy, he's just saying that because he wants he wants <laughs> yeah. the Republican to win. I love it. The, the
1: great thing about that is. Is that I actually have a listener out there who <laughs> believes I have that
0: power? Oh. I told him off the air, yeah, of course I know he's pulling that stunt. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's start. Right, Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant Governor is worth like uh, nothing, I think. You get to basically attend funerals and open bridges. Yeah, yeah but, but the Lieutenant
1: a, Governor wants to be governor. It's a step up for
2: Tom McClintock, so I say we give Tom McClintock his spot.
0: Well, I know you like McClintock, and I'm certain that you do as well, Mr. I love
1: Tom McClintock.
0: <laughs> Tom McClintock has been a Radio Parallax guest, and we, we thought he was uh, we thought he was a fine guest to a have A low on point show. in his career, but he's managed to pull back. <laughs> but I love this quote from him in the, in the Sacramento Bee. No one runs for lieutenant governor without the intention of becoming governor. No one has any business of running for lieutenant governor without the intent of becoming governor. And it's everybody It's disingenuous knows for anyone <laughs> to run for this office and say, I don't want to be governor, I just want to be the best possible lieutenant
1: governor. You know, that's that just, is classic. That's refreshing that's classic honesty. Well, it's, <laughs> it's way more honest than the people who say I was just happy to be nominated. All right, I guess we're all going to vote for McClintock. I guess sure. we are. He's going right. to win. it. I hate right.
2: every position he takes, but I think he's a good person.
1: All right. How about
0: the Attorney General's Office? It looks as though Jerry Brown has got this commanding lead, but... Yeah, uh,
1: he's, he's got it. But not a, not with my help. I voted against him. Already. Before I voted for him.
0: Mr. Stanton,
1: do you like Jerry Brown?
2: Well, I don't like him, but I like him more than I like Pochigian, because Jerry Brown will protect a woman's right to choose, and he's not so keen the on flipping the issue switch of on the electric day. chair. Abortion. Well, I, it's I, pretty important.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it's I, I, remembering Rose Bird, the California Supreme Court justice appointed by then Governor Jerry Brown, who then overturned 58 straight death penalty convictions.
2: I believe and was, it was I
1: believe the first Supreme Court. Uh, to be recalled. voted out by the recalled. No, well, no they came I up think for their standard election and they were voted err, out
2: to err on the side of caution and not execute someone who might be innocent I, I think that's you admirable.
0: think the courts were wrong 58 straight times is that plausible they made mistakes 58 straight times of the sufficient nature uh, to yeah, throw it's them out possible it's okay.
2: plausible
1: sure and there and it's possible it. I rest my case
0: alright well okay let's talk about treasurer uh, Bill Lockyer decided he can't be Attorney General any longer so he's gonna become the treasurer
1: Right, musical chairs. Does anybody like Lockyer here in this room? BFD. I like him. You like he's him? A nice guy. I've met him. Uh, you think he's I've a good? Watched, attor- I watched him make laws for you. Good Attorney General. I, I didn't agree with him most of the time. Uh, he's just
2: a fat-headed guy.
1: Not he. No, I don't think he was that good of an Attorney General. But nope. When I pointed out to him that a doctor in Sacramento was
0: using my name on his prescription pad, I found this out by accident, and when I brought this to the attention of the Attorney General's office under Mr. Lockyer. He ruled that, it, uh, well, it's up to the doctor out there to decide whether his name is being misused in such a capacity. Now, yeah. h- where do I get police powers to go and, like, decide whether I'm being misused? Well, once you've decided, what are you supposed to do? Apparently, I don't know. I, I, I guess I get to act as uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, since he's I, not going to do I, anything. I know,
2: enforcing Mr. the law is really hard. So I guess maybe it is. he'd rather it's be treasurer. Job.
0: I guess he'd rather be treasurer. Just
1: uh, all right. you have to do is count money.
0: All right. Well, Mr. Matthew, what do you know about Claude Parrish, the Republican?
1: I love him. I'm voting for him. I already did.
0: (laughs) I don't know much about him. but I know Claude um,
1: Parrish, and you're no Claude Parrish.
2: (laughs) Well, you're no Bill Lockyer, thank God.
0: Lockyer's going to win. He's got a commanding lead like Brown. Of course he'll win. All right, right. so it doesn't... He's in the catbird Let's move on.
1: Let's move on. There is
0: one race that is of great import that I really do feel (laughs) passionate about. That would be our Secretary of State's office. And I really think that Deborah Bolin should get your vote. Gentlemen, You're looking at me? Yeah.
1: Well, I've already voted and she didn't get it. (laughs) But as as you know, I do have a soft spot for Deborah Bowen. She's going to keep me employed until my 65th birthday based on a bill that she wrote a few years back. I'm looking for something that I can support her in. I couldn't do it this time. I like Mr. McPherson. I Uh think he's an honorable man, a good man. Good man. In spite of the fact that you're going to accuse him of being in charge of voting fraud. Well, no, just the fact
0: that he approved really lousy machines that can be hacked by just about anyone with a 10th grade education. Or so
1: the rumors on the Internet. Well, you go on the web and look at the look at the videos there all is, over the, web. the internet.
2: There they are, the web. <laughs> oh, so now you're looking at me. Well, hey, I like Deborah Bowen. I like her profile, especially. But um, I don't know. I like McPherson. I wish we could go back to the days of Bill Jones.
0: Well, you I and think me both. McPherson's probably a real nice fella, but his actions as our Secretary of State, are problematic.
2: If it weren't for his approval of those machines, I would have no problem sending him right back well, to Well, that's kind of a office. big
0: issue, though, with me. I mean, the fact that, you know,
1: we're stealing elections across the country. Well, it's a big issue with you. The fact is he took over an office that was in dire straits after the last uh, person ran it into the ground, and he's done a pretty good job of bringing it back.
0: I would urge anyone to go and find, uh, find what Deborah Bowen has to say on the web, get some clips, get the Sacramento Access clip, which we were not able to find where to, where to tell you to see that. But uh, but it's worth seeing. Deborah Bowen was excellent. She's got all the right issues, and I hope she wins. It's
2: hard to get excited about her just because it seems like this office would be a stepping stone rather than something she actually wants to do a good job at. Well, she's She say- wants to be governor.
0: She's say- <laughs>
1: but <laughs> well, she has to become lieutenant governor first.
0: I see. All right. Uh, Diane Feinstein's running for re-election as the U.S. Senate.
1: Oh! Dick Mountjoy.
0: No one's paying any attention.
1: Well, she's going to win.
0: Well... Mr. Mountjoy's what, about like 30 points down or well, something?
1: Mr. Mountjoy, God bless him, because somebody had to step forward and be the Republican sacrificial lamb on the ballot, has taken the, the position. Uh, it's going to actually improve his name recognition. Um, I don't know what good that's going to do him. Perhaps he can run for a state office in the future. There was never any chance that this gentleman was going to win.
2: As a hardcore liberal... I have to vote for the more liberal of the two. I'm voting yeah. for Mountjoy because I can't stand this Republican and Democrats clothing that we call di-fi.
0: Yeah, I got to say, yeah, Diane Feinstein has certainly not not had a heck of a lot to say about this illegal war we're conducting in she Iraq. Made, she made she made
1: some good votes on the war. God bless her for standing up for what's right in this country in the fight on terror. But
0: she also decided that we wouldn't we wouldn't sunset the estate uh, estate tax law that the Republicans well, were trying one to, worry about. to do something good.
2: Well, I think she's a terrible human being, and I'm voting for Mountjoy.
0: As always, the opinions expressed in this program do not By Alan necessarily Stanton. represent those of the radio station. Our sponsors are really anyone not on medication. Really, let's talk about props. Let's, let's talk about the most important propositions. Maybe first off, uh, um, let's talk about Prop 90, the Supreme Court of the Land. A couple of years back, decided that eminent domain could be applied for the purpose of taking your property for some property. Turning that might it into be, a cineplex. Well, yeah, yeah, that might
1: be more because they could get more tax revenue from a cineplex than they can from your your prop 13 protected form. home. Yes, now right. this yes. is this
0: is interesting because uh, when I was a boy, my grandfather did have his apricot orchard. Uh, uh, it wasn't taken by eminent domain, but it was threatened that they yeah. could do that to build a high school. So it's something that I'm have some direct familiarity with. The Supreme Court, however, decided they were going to extend this not just for roads, not just for something in the public interest, but simply for economic value. Right. For Walmart, and there's been right. a backlash. Yeah, exactly, you could basically take your property, Mr. Stanton, because we can build a Walmart on it and make more money. This sure. has been a backlash all across the country get- against this. We can balance
1: this. the budget on your property. And, and That's he- when they want to do it. The and here most. in California,
0: it's Prop 90. It's a right. terrible
1: precedent. Terrible okay. Well, precedent. what
0: do you, how, how do you guys? Would feel about 90. There's some issues about whether it's a it's a it's a wolf in sheep's clothing that there's more to the ballot initiative than just eminent the, domain.
1: The problem that the the the, pro, the opponents have is that they're claiming that it's going to lead to payouts from the from the government uh, in lawsuits. Well, that, I don't have a problem with that because if it's going to prevent the government from do, going after these uh, these property owners in order to just increase taxes, then if they want to take the chance and try to do it and then try to prove in court that it was legal. And they lose, they're going to pay. It's going to come out of the taxpayers' money, but they're going to pay. And I'm, I'm good with that because I think that the, the government always needs a monetary incentive when you want to make the government do what you want the government to do.
0: Mr. Stanton, where do you stand on Prop 90?
2: I'm against it. Because? Because the language is designed to obfuscate the whole point of the law. It
0: is confusing, isn't
2: it? Yeah. I'm
0: certainly against the abuse of eminent domain, but I wonder—I do wonder about this possibility that, well, that people can claim economic loss and sue the state. Well, here was an example from the, uh, the California general election, the pamphlet they sent out. Uh, they said if local voters passed a measure to limit a new development to 500 houses instead of 2,000 that the developer wants to build, under Prop 90, the developer could demand payment for the value of the remaining 1,500 homes. Kind of a problem, potentially. Sounds specious to me
2: yeah it
1: sounds like it's nitpicking it sounds like it's campaign literature they're looking for a reason to not support eminent domain protections and they're going to find it even if it's a weak one such as that boy sure.
0: I, I sure don't know what to think about this is like uh, i don't know what to think about this
2: hey, it's okay with me if the government is shook up and against the wall it's i, I think the
1: property, option should
2: be open to property the owners
1: should be protected more. The government opened up this can of worms by going after people's homes and trying to turn it into restaurants instead of a freeway or a park or, or things that had been legal up to that point. They opened up this can of worms. If they don't like the result... Where are the polls on this one? I it? have no idea. All
0: right. Well... And,
1: but I, I do wanna say this. If and when I do take possession of the family farm, I am gonna turn it into a cineplex, so uh, there's no reason <laughs> to come after me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right how about prop 86 tobacco tax uh, every, every 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 liquor store in the land has no 186 stickers courtesy sure. of the tobacco uh, of course companies. they collect
1: enough taxes for the revenueers they don't want to be in the business of having to collect more right they know what's gonna happen people are gonna start buying their cigarettes on the internet and sending away for them to Nevada this is nothing but a power grab by the <sighs> the government to get more money they're gonna raise two and a half billion more dollars and when people stop buying cigarettes, They're going to have to replace however much is lost in their little calculations. Everybody knows that.
2: Exactly. The cigarette tax revenue is going to prop up these programs. And once everybody stops smoking, which is their alleged goal. So you guys agree on this one?
1: Well, because it's a, it's a ridiculous I'm tax. It's $6. A I'm a 50 smoker. For I'm, a smoker who wants,
2: I'm a smoker who wants to quit, and I would be for anything as long as the money actually went to smoking cessation programs. However, the revenue for
1: this, there's only 10% of it's the gonna tax It's going to go revenue. to
0: hospitals, which no, needs some extra not. money. No, it's not. Oh,
1: come on. None of the, very come little on. of the money from the past ones has gone to the hospitals They're, and the medical research. It's all gone to their pet projects. 10%, and they somehow 10%, 10%, relate to 10% of the oh, tax well, goes. I'm definitely
0: voting yes on 86. Good. If, it, if the money were thrown lose. away, it would still be good by raising of the prices. Because so the of government
1: should like control it. people and
0: tell them whether or not they should be allowed to smoke. I've spent right. an awful lot of time with using your tax dollars to take care of people who were smokers and didn't have insurance. Well, and then you later didn't became... take care of Boo me. Who? Yeah, well, if you know, if you don't mind funding the, the bill. Oh,
1: oh, I do mind okay. because they shouldn't be getting free health care. But I'm not going to go for this. None of the tax money if, helped if, me quit smoking. If it cost smoking. more
0: to to smoke, people would quit, and if that's I, why that's why the tobacco companies are against this. Actually, believed
1: that the money was going to go for what it was intended for. I might give it a second look. Well, Amen. That's very
0: good. All right, let's talk about the the slam the slam dunk here. Uh, Prop 85, parental notification for abortion, absolutely this flunked last year, and they brought it back with a with a provision for for health issues for the mother. And this is a really bad bill. This should be thrown in the, in the well, trash. Well, see,
1: this is the way you guys do it, okay? In the last election, you didn't like it because it didn't have a judicial waiver, and it didn't have health issues, and it didn't have this, and it didn't have that. They brought it back with all of those things, and now you guys are against it on principle, which you should have had the courage to say in the first place, which is that you want unfettered abortion available to sure. everyone. Sure, sure, that, that's the issue, isn't it, Mr. Istermather? Abortion on the demand. money <clears throat> coming from the government to Planned Parenthood and the abortion providers. That's <laughs> <laughs> that is your corporation well, that you support. Thankfully, with tax this money. one's going
0: to go down in flames, isn't it? Is it not, Mr. I Stanley? Would I would, I hope, would hope. I would hope to. I would hope to. At it's any rate, a
1: lot closer than that in the polls. It was actually ahead, but they don't do a lot of polling on these propositions. It only lost by two percentage points last time, Good and God. they've added in all the provisions that you guys said you needed in order to support it, which I knew was never oh going to happen. Oh, my
0: God. Let's talk about Prop 83. Uh, the, somebody wants to put in all of our sex offenders and monitor them through bracelets, through GPS systems. Does this make any sense? Why not?
2: I think it's another band-aid feel-good measure that makes people feel like...
0: Makes it feel like three-structure being tough on criminals, and it's a lot of money, and is it going to do any good? Well, a lot
1: of money is being spent to defeat Jessica's laws throughout the country, and it's no different It's a big
2: bunch of
0: hooey. All right. Okay, well... Well, I don't have a lot of sympathy for child molesters, but I think this is not a good proposition. not a good law. The bonds. 1A, 1B, 1C, things for gasoline, tax, transportation, housing, education, flood protection... Are you guys going to vote for any of those? No.
2: I'll vote yes on flood protection. Although I think Doris Matsui is doing great as far as bringing money for levy repair.
0: Well, as they point out, arguments against it here in the B, the measure amounts to a rural subsidy of urban flood control, and they say local tax dollars oh, should so be used so people in the
1: country these. won't get flooded? Well, oddly enough, it's people in the country who n- live near the levees. Yeah. Well, I've
0: noticed here in Sacramento, they built in the floodplain of Natomas, and now they're giving a big oops.
1: Well, Sacramento is built entirely in the floodplain of Five the Sacramento dollars. and American River.
0: Well, I, I do know that my home in East Sacramento is in much better shape than people that are building negative 22 feet below the levee out in natomas well, which wasn't the, a good idea
1: if the levee's right. go in natomas or the levee's go on the american river and it's the right time of the year it, you're going to go under as well but the, but let's 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 talk about the real issue here okay We've wasted billions of dollars over the last 50 years on all kinds of political pet projects that we should have spent the money on levies. So now that they've decided that indeed it is really a real problem that it could wipe everybody out and all the money and the tax money that they take in, they want to tack on yet more bond issues. Every bond that passes adds a 250000 or a quarter of a billion dollars per year to the state budget. So let's pass four of these suckers and add another billion dollars onto an 86 billion dollar budget that does nothing but pay for these projects that go in. If they want to fix the levies, I'm all for it. Spend the money, don't do it on bonds. I'm not voting for any bonds. We owe enough money. I don't know how much out of the budget now goes to just paying interest on these bonds, but I guarantee you it's a lot. And if we had that money, we could do the projects that they originally were intended to pay for cuz the bonds very seldom actually get spent on that most of that money goes into developers and politicians pockets i think i'm going to vote no on all the bonds i'm voting no if it says it's a bond i'm voting no for it if it directs the state budget to appropriate money for a levy repairs or any of these types of deals a i could go i could purpose. go for that right right but right. but they're not going to do that
0: all right how about prop 89 public campaign financing no <laughs> Mr. Ma- Mr. Stanton. No. Really, you guys are in agreement.
1: Really, I, I think we should we should take tax money and give it to people so they can run dirty campaigns. Wouldn't this possibly open up these some of these races to uh, uh, other than the Democrat
0: and Republican? No, it would not.
1: not no, really why people not? are not going to vote for a third party. It's not going to happen. I wish people would just get over it. You have the right to run, and you are going to lose unless you have a D or an R. And in California, you better pretty much have a D unless you're running against Phil Angelides. (laughs) (laughs) Elections are going to be as dirty as they are now, only instead of being able to point at some organization that's to blame for it, we're going to have nobody to blame but ourselves. I think
0: public financing is going to have to be done at some point, and I think I'm, even though I hate to agree with State Treasurer Phil Angelides, I think I'm going to vote yes on that one. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh well, that's
2: you. All All right. How about the last
0: one, Prop 87? Oil tax, alternative energy. Yeah, they're gonna create. Man, a
1: I love the idea of Bill Clinton coming to our state and selling this. I love it. <laughs> I love the idea that we just got it. past having three dollar a gallon gas. We got it down to about two and a quarter now. Unfortunately, and, that, and so the people are saying, "Hey, you know what's a great idea? They're used to paying three. We should just take all that for the government. Five dollar well, a gallon the would the be the best I have thing that oh, ever happened to California. Absolutely, absolutely, that wouldn't hurt poor people at all. The problem I have with eighty-seven, but then we'd have to work up some kind of a subsidy to pay for Get people their Hummers. Get them out of their Hummers. The problem I have with eighty-seven is the problem I have
2: with eighty-six in that it's just going to make a few people rich. It's going to give a few people a lot of jobs.
1: It's going to create a bureaucracy that does nothing. I love
2: the idea of of encouraging alternative energy so if, we don't have to depend on countries that hate us was
1: such a great idea it would flood the market with itself just like embryonic stem cell research okay
2: i totally disagree with that part however i think that 87 is just a way to
1: it's a tax grab. It, it's just a way to get some
2: people new careers.
0: This this really is a dreary dreary set of propositions this time, isn't it? It really
2: is. I know, it's terrible. It's 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 an abuse of the initiative Hopefully process. Hopefully with
0: the
1: exception of 85 they'll go down to defeat.
0: Well, here's an example of why we have to have uh, you know third parties uh, gain some, you know, advantages here. Fifth Congressional District. Why is Doris Matsui just shooing in to get the Fifth Congressional District? Well, widow,
2: because she's pretty and she's nice.
1: Wins the the husband's seat.
0: Well, I'm voting for uh, our ex Public Affairs uh, programmer and host, uh, Jeff Kravitz, here in the Green Party candidate for uh, for the Fifth Congressional District. I think good Jeff Kravitz you. is a good
1: guy. That's good. And he I, won't make. And it. I think that is he a Republican.
0: He is running on the Green Party. Yeah, well, see, he's going to lose.
1: Yeah, he's going to lose. He doesn't have a prayer.
0: Well, I mean, they're running.
1: You're, Doris, you give him a
0: vote. You when Republicans, Doris, you Republicans went, are running, Claire Yan, who has a brother who, a who hasn't left Berkeley, she's running
1: her campaign from the Berkeley campus. <laughs> apparently, I'm not in this district, so I really shouldn't be saying anything. I'm not going to say anything bad about Doris. Because you know, she's I,
2: pretty and nice.
1: As Democrats go, hasn't I thought her lot husband was a to say about a good this guy. war in Iraq, though, has she? She's pretty much gone along. Gone along to get along. Well, there you go, then. Maybe I like her more than I even know. But I All haven't right. studied the, the district. I I have already voted for my uh, representative, Which was Mr. Dan Lundgren. Thank you I very see. much. And I'm also supporting Pombo and Doolittle. Well, that makes one of you. And I'm supporting
2: Pombo and Doolittle, well, too. Well, we well, we'll see. I'm we'll supporting see. Pombo and Doolittle <laughs> in that I wish that they would Go home and never hold office well, they again. Might.
0: They're both running a little I bit know. scared, Charlie and it's Brown. kind of a shock. It's Dude, kind it of a shock doody. Charlie Brown's making a run at Doolittle.
1: Now, see, there we've touched upon something that's actually interesting in this election, which, which is the, which the is Congress, Mr. Finn. the future of right. the Congress. <laughs> Talking about that there is something that actually Matt. has not been determined who's going to win.
0: It is we refreshing, it's refreshing to, the to see congressional races, gerrymandered as in the they mid-term. are, it's refreshing to see some actually being a real contest.
1: Well, first of all, it was very close to begin with, and second of all, the districts that uh, matter in this election, there's some 40 of them, The ele- all of them, according to the polls, and I'm not, I don't put much faith in House of Representatives polls because they don't do them often enough and they tend to be done by people with a, 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 an agenda, but... Of the 40 districts that are actually in play, they can't really say who's going to win. And anybody who tells you, oh, it's going to be a 15 switch switcher, are lying to you because don't they know. don't know. It's going to be interesting. See, it's going to make that, watching the election I, I on Tuesday wrong, night no, think... worth doing. I think that most most of the districts that we're talking about are pretty much cut and dried. Uh, In California, yes. Yes. Of the four, of of the forty or fifty that are in play nationally, I'm saying. Oh, you're going national. Which way they're going? Well, it's only interesting nationally. Who cares what happens in California?
0: Well, gentlemen, I think that about wraps it up. Not such a good election that we will uh, watch on Tuesday night with, uh, you know, a lot of attention as to what takes place. Can I say one more thing?
1: Yes. Galt High School Board education, vote for Ben Cox. He's the only one that hasn't run a dirty campaign. He deserves your vote.
0: But, but in the interest of full disclosure, are you related to this gentleman? I am. All right. And he is your? Father.
1: And a dang good man. <laughs> well, all right. I guess we'll let that one go. It's nonpartisan, so, you know.
0: Well, gentlemen, it, it was, it's a lackluster election coming up, but, uh, you know, I appreciate your help in doing what we can to just kind of mull over some of these issues. Mr. Alan Stanton, thank you for coming back. Thank you, Doug. And Mr. David Lowell Mather thank you as well thank you for having me I'll
1: see you next election all right